Um, you know, the Setsphere lied for over 60 years about their role in the Japanese-American internment. And we're supposed to trust them? Uh, I mean, as someone who's an investigative journalist, I realize that most government cover-ups succeed. You're listening to The Corbett Report. Welcome, friends. James Corbett, CorbettReport.com, and a conversation that's being recorded on the 11th of March, 2020. And today we have a special treat for you, a brand new guest to The Corbett Report, someone who I hope you're familiar with, but if not, you're in for a treat. I'm talking today to James Bovard of JimBovard.com. He's the author of many books, including Public Policy Hooligan and Attention Deficit Democracy, and he's written for many publications, mainstream and not so mainstream, uh, which is interesting because Jim Bovard is not exactly a mainstream voice, so it's interesting to have his voice in the mix uh, with some of the other uh, mainstream commentators at places like the New York Times or USA Today or what have you. Um, anyway, that being said, Jim Bovard, it's great to have you on the program. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, James. Thanks very much for inviting me. I'm honored to be on your program. It's one of the best podcasts out there. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for that. And uh, today I wanted to talk to you specifically about a blog post you had up recently. I will, of course, link it in the show notes for people who haven't read it. It's called The Census and Facebook Working Hand in Glove to Censor the Internet. And it starts off intriguingly by noting that America's social media giants are rallying behind the 2020 census. And you note that Facebook chief Mark Zuckerberg recently assured a congressional committee that his company would have a census suppression policy to eliminate attacks on the Census Bureau. That sounds crazy (laughs) Uh, uh, out of context like that. So give us the context. What is going on here and why is the Zuckerberg Facebook machine trying to suppress the uh, criticism of the census? What's going on? Well, Facebook's caught a lot of grief from Congress and probably from uh, federal agencies as well. They've been uh, uh, hammered in Europe by a number of the antitrust agencies there, and I think they're trying to win goodwill. But it's interesting. There was a vice president of Facebook who went further and uh, said that Facebook is devoted to prohibiting census interference on our platforms. And how do they define census interference? Things like telling people that there might be law enforcement consequences for answering your census form. Oh, that could never happen. Why would anybody think that? I mean, that's the kind of hate speech we got to suppress. Well, then we've got to back up the truck because I'm sure a lot of people out there are saying... Back up the truck is a really unfortunate mix in this context, but go ahead. <laughs> well, we'll get to that, won't we? Yeah, but but I think a lot of people might be saying, what on earth are you talking about, you you libertarian? Why are you, you curmudgeon? Why are you saying something bad about the census? It's as wholesome as, uh, as your grandma's apple pie and as all-American as a monster truck rally. What could possibly be wrong with the census anyway? Why would anyone criticize it? Well, keep in mind, I'm speaking as a former census taker. It's one of the black marks in my resume. Mm. I worked as a census taker back in 1980 out in southern Illinois. Hey, I was hard up for money. Plus, I ended up writing some stories about the Census Bureau, thanks in part to that. And it was fascinating to see how sloppily it was run and why anybody would trust them to come within 10 percent. I don't know. But it's, you know, what the government is, uh, this is the same thing that's happened every 10 years, basically. There's there's a big push to rally around the Census Bureau 
to encourage people to participate, to give them a sense of civic duty. It doesn't matter how many questions the Census Bureau asks. If you're a good American, you got to answer them all. Now, my understanding of the Constitution is the census was created to uh, assure a headcount for a con con uh, congressional apportionment. And once you do that, it's like everything else is gravy. But there are a lot of federal agencies that want a lot of gravy, so they ask a lot of extra questions. Such as? Oh, uh, such as, um, you know, how many toilets do you have? Um, there is a short form and a long form. The long form has been partly uh, replaced by what's called the American Community Survey, which is like, I think, about 128 questions which they sent me about five years ago. And, you know, I lost a lot of sleep before I decided not to answer. Well, I didn't lose sleep. I wrote a story and smacked him around. Uh, but um, they ask uh, some of the, the, the long form question ask about nationality, whether you're an American citizen. Uh, if not, where did you come from? Things like that. And there are a lot of uh, immigrant rights groups that were concerned that that information could be abused. Of course, the Census Bureau and uh, Congress tells folks, well, don't don't worry. You know, that's that's unthinkable. I mean, it's unthinkable. And it's been, you know, over a decade since the Census Bureau stopped lying about their last roundup. So, you know, why shouldn't we trust them? Well, exactly right. So let's get into the history of this, because it was as I was reading this article that as a non-American, I had no idea about the historical uses of this census in the past and the fact that the Census Bureau has lied about that history through its teeth. Let's talk about some of the abuses of this census. Well, yeah, it's just, I'm sorry to shatter your illusions on the Census Bureau, if not the U.S. government. Uh, back in uh, 1940, the uh, Census Bureau was asked a lot of questions about nationality and ethnicity and stuff like that. And uh, come Pearl Harbor Day, come the when the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, the Census Bureau almost instantly handed over the census forms to the Army to help them round up Japanese Americans. And so thanks to the Census Bureau, you had trucks backing up into Japanese neighborhoods, loading Japanese American neighborhoods, loading, uh, loading people up and taking, uh, taking them away to what at that time was called concentration camps. Later on, it was renamed as simply detention centers. It sounds almost as uh, the motherhood and apple pie again. But the Census Bureau uh, the, uh, violated federal law at that time because there were, uh, there were restrictions on the sharing of the census information. But what the Census Bureau did a few months later was help persuade Congress to change the law retroactively. But still, it was um, caught lying and it never admitted its role, though the there were a lot of rumors, and um, I wrote. I first wrote about this for Wall Street Journal in 1989, um, talking about uh, some of the stuff that came out. A lot more came out, including details. You know, part of the Census Bureau's defense was that they never gave the names and addresses of where specific Japanese Americans lived. Okay, so if you say there was 150 on this block, you know, you kind of know where to back the trucks up. And so, but the Census Bureau said, okay, but, you know, but we never gave names to street ad and addresses. In 2007, some academic researchers found proof that they had done that in the Washington, D.C. area and that those people were rounded up. Yeah, absolutely right. So, yeah, let's bring this into the modern era. 
because people will say, ah, 1940s, that was 70 plus years ago. That was ancient history. But as you say, this has been happening in even this current age of the War of Terror since 2003 in the creation of the Department of Homeland Security. How have they used the census in recent years? In 2003, the Census Bureau provided the Homeland Security Department with a massive report on how many people of Arab ancestry lived in each every zip code. Uh, there was some brief controversy around this, but um, simply because there was no roundup and the information was not used for mass detention, uh, the Census Bureau said, well, that's no problem. But, um, you know, the Census Bureau lied for over 60 years about their role in the Japanese-American internment. And we're supposed to trust them? Uh, I mean, as someone who's an investigative journalist, I realize that most government cover-ups succeed. Uh, I mean, hell, there's a lot of agencies out fought. Sometimes I get some information, sometimes I don't. But even when I do, I'm I'm thinking, you know, Lordy, what did I miss? Uh, And the Census Bureau, um, there have been a lot of political operatives. There were, you know, there have been so many controversies. There was a controversy about whether to ask about citizenship in, uh, in this census. I mean, the Census Bureau used to ask that routinely, but this time they aren't doing that. Um, the, if Obama had been president and the census had still, if, uh, if Hillary Clinton had been president, she would have probably followed through the policies that Obama recommended of uh, including categories for gay and transgender in the census, but that's not being included. So, um, but, you know, when the politicians get these numbers and this information, it basically lets them um, you know, justify new interventions, if not new programs, if not new penalties. And so I don't trust uh, politicians with, it, with any more than a minimum of information. Yes, and the latest uh, news surrounding the coronavirus pandemic panic at the moment is a fight between the U.S. government and the airlines about collecting more information about passengers and where they have traveled in the last couple of days, obviously, to try to track these the, the spread of the virus, etc. That's the ostensible reason anyway. But the airlines, surprisingly, are actually apparently fighting back on this, pushing back a little bit and saying, we're not, we, we were already collecting all the data that you asked us to collect since the age of the War of Terror began. We're already doing too much for you. So there's an interesting... Uh, parallel there that's going on with the amount of information that the government is trying to collect on every citizen, and the census is just the most blatant and obvious way that they do that. And let's also connect this into an email I received from a listener, in fact, in the past 24 hours. I obviously can't verify this, but the listener writes, after dealing with my second forced census, I was asked to answer a few more questions that were not compulsory. The first was nothing eye-opening, but the second was how much food do I have in my house? I stopped answering right there. Does that comport with reality? Are they asking about food in your house on the census at this point? Uh, probably not in the, uh, in the 10 year census forms are gonna be sent out in the next uh, week or so. Uh, that might be part of the American Community Survey. I mean, that form had a shitload of questions about everything. And you're sitting there thinking, you know, why do you need to know this? And uh, you know, the census, Claims, well, aside from the Japanese-American roundup, there wasn't really any misuse, but they know that's false because housing departments, city housing departments in the 1980s and probably later used the census information to carry out zoning enforcement raids. 
you had, you had areas where you had, um, you know, where the zoning was limited to maybe three people per apartment. And the census would show, well, there were a lot of, you know, in, uh, right in this building block, you've got a lot of extra people. So this is where we go to do housing enforcement. So you had people being evicted from their homes because of their census answers. So the moral of the story here seems to be that the more information that government has about you, the more leverage opportunities they have to use that information against you? Uh, that's a very uh, kind way of putting it. Yeah, uh, I mean, basically, the more information government gets, the more power it can squeeze out of that. And, you know, some people say, well, that's not a trouble cause, problem because the government's going to be fair. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, that's the same thing that they said about TSA 15 years ago. We don't need to worry. It's just basic, you know, just a, just a little pat down, you know. And Well, I'll try not to be crude. It's a struggle. Yeah, I, I understand completely. So what are you really advocating here then? Certainly you're not advocating people don't cooperate with the census because that would be a Facebook no-no. Ha, ha. Uh, Facebook has banned me, uh, has blocked my post in the past, and somehow I survived. Um, I, but I was surpri surprised. Uh, this is from an article for the American Conservative, uh, this piece in the blog, and Facebook did not block that cross post. So I was kind of surprised by that. But, um, you know, I, I think it's prudent to tell people, if, uh, you know, the Census Bureau comes to, knocks on my door. I will tell them uh, there's one person that lives here. And um, if I want to give a redneck answer, I could say, well, just one person and a lot of raging bitch, which is a, a local IPA beer. So. All right. <laughs> and that is all you're legally obligated to answer, right? Well, you know, the law is vague here, but that's my understanding. And that's what, you know, it's always a bad idea to take legal advice from a freelance writer. <laughs> uh, but uh, my understanding is that they, they would not drop the hammer on uh, people that do that. I think it's been decades since they prosecuted anybody for, for not um, uh, for not cooperating. Um, when I was a census taker in Southern Illinois in 1980, uh, almost everybody cooperated except for this one guy in a trailer park. And so, and uh, knocked on the door and this, and uh, this guy opens the door and he looks like he stepped out of Beverly Hillbillies wearing bib overhauls and kind of a beard. And, you know, he had some teeth, uh, but he just kind of glared at, you know, I, I had my census bag. Hi, I'm the census taker. And oh, I'm not going to tell you nothing. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> I'll just, I, I told you, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you anything. Okay, well, fine, sir. I mean, my instructions were if someone said they weren't going to cooperate, just, okay, you know, just be uh, be polite, step up. So, so I stepped out in the road off his property. I was jotting down his address, and, and the guy sticks his head out of the trailer door. I told you I wasn't going to answer. What are you doing? I said, I'm just jotting a note. That's all. That's all. And it was funny because... He would be the classic paranoid type. Uh, however, you know, some years later, I was, you know, I was unaware at that point of the census role in the Japanese American internment. If I'd known that, I probably wouldn't have taken the job. Uh, but um, it's it's funny that that some of the people that were assumed to be not too savvy turned out to have better instincts in the census than a lot of the, um, you know, college professors would say, well, of course, I'm happy to do my duty. So, 
Yeah. Well, in the decade and a half I've been doing this work and this research, yeah, it keeps coming back to, you know, those crazies actually sometimes know what they're talking about better than the so-called experts. So that is not surprising. Yeah. And it's, it, it's sad to see how many uh, times the experts have led the country over a cliff. Foreign policy is one of the clearest examples, but there was a boatload of domestic programs that never should have been created and never expanded. But, you know, here we are almost in paradise. Well, speaking of which, then let's tell people about the types of articles that you write. Uh, what are some of the interests uh, that, that you uh, that pertain to your writing and what are you writing about right now? Uh, I'm writing about various government boondoggles. I had a piece on the uh, U.S. debacles on Syria and counterpunch last Friday. Uh, been, I, I do occasional pieces for USA Today. I'm on their board of contributors. Um, I had a piece last month on on, on how the um, uh, there was a controversy about whether John Bolton would die at the Senate trial. And I was pointing out, you know, this is kind of a charade because the government is keeping so many secrets from us. The government keeps trillions of secrets, uh, pages of secrets every year. That's enough to fill 20 million filing cabinets. Maybe lay them end to end that reach most of the way to the moon. And there are so many ways the government's deceiving us. Whether or not John Bolton would testify didn't really matter. Besides, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not aware of Bolton ever telling the truth. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. uh, things like that. But I've done a lot in civil liberties. I've done a lot in government boondoggles. Um, had a lot of government agencies publicly uh, denounce my work, which, you know, hurt me deeply. But, you know, that's your life. <laughs> That's a badge of honor. All right. Uh, well, as I say, I've been following your work for years. Uh, you do great uh, work, so I, I do appreciate it. And I hope people will check it out at jimbovar.com where they can find links to your various works. And I know you're active on Twitter, and I, I'm delighted to see, yes, you do have a link to your Facebook here as well. So <laughs> people can check that out. Uh, if we don't get, if this post isn't banned on Facebook, then we've, we've failed in our duty today. <laughs> but I That's hope people great. will, I hope people will check out this article in particular, because as I say, it was uh, packed with information and dozens of links uh, to in more information about this uh, interesting history about the census that they don't teach you in school. And take it from a former census taker, guys. Here he is telling you some of the inside scoop. Um, in interesting stuff. So thank you for updating on us on that. And I hope we can talk again in the future. Hey, thanks for, so much for having me on your program. I really enjoyed it. The Corbett Report is brought to you by you. Your support makes The Corbett Report possible. Sign up for the subscriber newsletter or purchase a DVD at corbettreport.com support.